Hey everyone, Lou Mavs here from the Music is Live podcast with a really important question. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get Music is Life off the ground, I had a lot of questions, such as how do I record an episode, how do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen, and how do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is real simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Since I started my YouTube channel, I've been able to edit the audio on iMovie and then bump it to Anchor and distribute it on the podcast to everybody. And I still use Anchor to record audio-only podcasts. So if you always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me, Lou Maz of the Music is Live podcast, and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Schmackamagob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Bowl. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The right opinion for those who love politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Ex-Stradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. You're listening to the Music is Life podcast with your host, Lou Mabs, on the Rat Sound Review Network. Music is Live podcast. This is your host, Lou Mavs. Check out everything you need to know about the show over at musiciaslivepodcast.com. I am beyond stoked tonight because I have my first guest from the genre of hip-hop soul. If you ask me, I think she's a future queen of hip-hop soul. And the biggest travesty is that not enough people know about her. But you're going (laughs) to know about her right now because I got her on the show. She's got a brand new album out called The Spoken Soul, Volume 1. I'm happy to say that this artist was brought to my attention, not just by Tony Santana, 10 of mob hit records but also from baby ghost baby ghost was the second person to drop her name so i said that's it i gotta get her on the show (laughs) we got her now and i am very honored and very happy to present the lovely vintage 
Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you must have seen Thank some you. of my old episodes because I actually do have a round of applause that's waiting. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. It's an honor. Completely my pleasure. I um, definitely wanted to prioritize this for a minute for, you know, since we first connected. So I'm very happy that we got this link up. <laughs> definitely. We meant to meet up the week before, but unfortunately, life gets in the way. You know, people got bills to pay. We got to do what we got to do. It is what it is. Yada, 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 and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a music critic. I'm a music fan and I don't have any corporate sponsorships. So I could talk about whatever the hell I want on this show <laughs> within reason, of course. However, I wanted to let everyone know that I've done a song by song review of the Spoken Soul Volume 1 and I'm going to read it right now. From the opening track, Feng Shui, which is a new video that has just been released. You can catch it on YouTube. I'll have the link in the description. Jazzy, hip hop based R&B, killer opening track. Hell is Low, spoken word over music, but beautifully spoken. Patient, chorus is catchy, music makes you move. A definite head nodder. It's a vibe. The music is very laid back and the harmonies are beautiful beautiful your lyrical game vintage is on point as well there's nothing cut and paste about it it's organic and it's inviting to the listener mid another spoken word track over music once again the lyrical attack just grabs the listener the pitch shift on the vocals was a nice touch and it gives a depth to the track that seeks the attention and rightfully deserves dear diary a collaboration with mother Wada. if i knew this was playing on the radio in heavy rotation i would probably listen to the radio more often vintage can do it all when it comes to singing rapping and writing infinite Another spoken word over music. Beautifully well done. Black White. This track is hard. Almost <laughs> almost influenced by metal and hardcore. And I love the vocal attack. It does not let up. And as much as music is meant to be enjoyed by the listener, the artist deserves the agency or free will to write, record, and release whatever holds merit for them. In this case, the merit holds weight. And anyone who listens will leave enamored with the strength and vulnerability in her voice. And vulnerability is not a weakness but a virtue in that it allows the writer to be transparent with the audience, which in today's day and age, where everyone talks about transparency but is lying about it, vintage is honest. <laughs> And finally, I Like Ya with City James. A sonic kaleidoscope where among the samples in the songs is the strength of this young talent's voice and leaves the experience open to interpretation for the listener. As far as I'm concerned, her vocals are sheer beauty. And I'm grateful to have listened to this entire EP. My opinion. And I'm saying this as a podcast that started specifically covering metal and hardcore. But being from Queens, I grew up with metal, hardcore, punk, and hip-hop. So I do have love for it. I love soul music. Whether influenced by blues, jazz, or hip-hop, this EP has it all. And in my opinion, I think Vintage is a wonderful addition to the landscape of music today because she's not doing what everyone else is doing. She's standing out as an original voice and visionary. It's reminiscent of Mary J. Blige and Lauryn Hill, but the influence doesn't take over the originality of the performer slash writer. Truth is, in my opinion, Vintage is the sound of the future of hip hop soul that I'd like to see make it in the world today. Woo! Man, your verbiage is, your, your pen game is strong. <laughs> It's real strong. <laughs> and I appreciate it. It was such meditative words that you said, like in listening to it all, like I could say it was a blessing. I'm glad uh, I didn't bore you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I appreciate it because a lot of the times we meet people and they say the fanciest things and things like that to you. And for whatever reason, I would, I, it's, you know, no shade to it. I just, when a person can kind of expand on the nature of like how they're perceiving like 
who I am rather than what they think that I, oh, well, it's hard to explain. It's like, it's just, it's just that vision on its own is beautiful because it's definitely a scope in like, it's different from somebody saying like, you're amazing and you're the next greatest thing. So, and I I appreciate that. And it's probably because you dive into the music, which I respect. Yeah. I'm very grateful for. uh, Well, thank you. But I, I need to be honest. If I didn't think the songs are everything that I just said, I wouldn't have said it. I'd have been like, <laughs> yeah, it's all right. But I'm not like that. I'm very passionate about this because, you know, like I said, th- this this is a passion project, this podcast. I'm a musician as well. I'm sure Tony Santana has told you I play guitar. My wife's a singer songwriter and our daughter has a sixth sense of rhythm. I couldn't believe it when I saw her doing this. Steady, steady beat. And she's not even three years old yet. I mean, I realize the yeah. name of the show itself. People hear that and probably be like, oh, that's cringy. But the truth is, for a lot of us, it is. Whether we make lucrative amounts of dollars for it or whether we're doing it because we love it, it's part of who we are and what we are. And I just want to share good music with the world, regardless of genre. So yeah. that's definitely what I got out of what I heard from it. And again, links will be in the description. So enough about my praising the album. Let's talk about you, Miss Vintage. Okay. I'd like to know, and the viewers would like to know, all 47 subscribers, hopefully more. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know, what was it that got you started in your love for music? And also, who influenced your lyrical prose and attack? I'd like to say it's in my DNA, because my mom and my dad, they were both musicians. My dad played bass and piano, and he sang as well. And my mom was a jazz singer, and she would have the band. She used to do shows in Seattle, Washington for the Seattle Supersonics back in the day. I just remember being really really inspired by seeing my parents or really more so my mom live performing that stuff would I would be like oh my gosh I'd be vulnerable I felt like I I would want to cry because I was just so inspired and so empowered by seeing my mom have so much like strength to be able to give something so so it was filled with so much passion to people in a contained form and I'm over here like as I get older of course I realize that's what it was but as a kid I'm just like my mom we're gonna cry like <laughs> but also like, I would say it started in my household just in general it just started in my household with my older brother my brother of course came out the womb first so he seen my mother first in action and my dad he used to beatboxes rap sings dance everything and so me coming into this world I was I'd seen all of that of course first starting out I was a horrible singer for like years my mom would be like you're off key hey don't <laughs> worry I'm still a horrible singer i know my strengths that's not it so i feel you on that yeah so i I've, I've learned also too from from that but i would say you know wholeheartedly it's come from my household i would love to say it came from michael jackson or leah or some <clears throat> type of artist but it definitely came from where my heart was and it was in my household my mom was inspired by michael jackson but i didn't learn about michael jackson until i was like in middle school through this woman named Mariah Redadelion. That was my one best friend in high school. She used to have Michael Jackson sneakers on her on her folder, on her binder, and she would sing different songs. And one day she gave me some DVDs and I took them all the way back to the Echo Park and to the hood where I was at because I was going to school in the valley, but then I lived in the hood. And I popped them in the, in the TV and I was just blown away because of course you've heard the music. But then when you have the video with the music for Michael Jackson, I was blown away. And I seen a different
different part of music that my household didn't have, but they were inspired by. Because my mom was a jazz singer and she didn't get into pop. Like, that's not like her thing, but always jazz. And so that soul is always there. But there's this like part of me that is inspired by the contrast of like calm waters. It's like, I like it when it just is ripply and jumpy and in your face type music that you can't deny like that the words are just I don't know feeding and 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 I realized that growing up Michael Jackson had a lot of them songs that were very empowering or inspiring or made you really think about what was going on in this world Alicia Keys I would also say like my parents never let me listen to like rated R music like nasty music or whatever so I was always listening to conscious I never heard it referred to as rated R music but you should trademark that (laughs) yeah because it was just like and then i knew i was wrong for trying to listen to something that was not clean it had to be clean my mom was is my inspiration she doesn't drink she doesn't smoke she's the last one off the dance floor she's the last she she's got the microphone and the band's already up like put up their stuff she's still on the microphone and it's all off of just i don't know like this woman this woman you can't duplicate and for me to be her child i'm grateful her name is stormy yeah she's got some music out on soundcloud right now reeling it back in i just am inspired by those who really showed their passion in their music and their heart in their music and there's a bunch of different artists i could name that i adore musically and sonically but it started in my house <laughs> and i would say because my parents were artists so they were always doing shows and things like that in studios and so i got to see it like firsthand like hmm, i think i want to get into doing this at like the age of seven i had like songs written down dance songs like one of them was like jump turn twist pop it like this like i was just making up stuff like at a young age and do- trying to figure out a dance that went with it and but then i love soul music so i was trying to wail you know fallen by alicia keys and i will always love you by whitney houston and vision of love by mariah carey that's i mean i would say like it was definitely at a young age and mom and pops played a great part in that that's a beautiful story i can relate to you on two things it wasn't my parents that got me involved in in music it was actually my brother and when i saw him play with the high school jazz band because we both graduated from the same high school 12 years apart so i was six when i saw him play with the high school jazz band for the senior concert it's funny i could name all my guitar influences but when it comes to my biggest musical influence i have to say that it was my brother too yeah because i saw him on stage and i said that's what i want to do and (laughs) and he made me and he made me practice every instrument that i learned whether it was trumpet or guitar or bass just with you know tenacity and 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 fierceness and i just i just remember practicing every day eight hours as soon as i got home from school you know from the ages of 12 till junior year of high school just practicing every day every day every day just because i was just want to be as good as him before he passed he told me that i (laughs) excuse me sorry i get choked up talking about family too because it's a beautiful thing but he said um you became better than i did that was a big thing so that's one thing i relate with you with also the second thing is to your brother it's funny because i didn't want to say it but my brother just passed away like maybe three years ago he was out here in the studios more than i could ever be and knew everyone and like that always inspired me you know my condolences because i know and And i feel you you. yeah mine for you as well but the second thing and this is the happy thing um (laughs) is michael jackson because and you're please don't get blown away when when i say this but i remember when thriller just came out and my first exposure (laughs) 
exposure to it was the Beat It video and hearing the guitar playing of Eddie Van Halen and thinking, Michael Jackson is the greatest thing ever. I remember thinking that as a kid. And then, you know, the next track after that is Billie Jean. And then you move on yeah. to the other songs. And it's just like, my God, he takes pop. He takes rock. He takes R&B. He takes soul. He takes everything. And it made he made it so fluid where it's just like you could find <laughs> something in every song that probably speaks to the one genre that you cater to the most but it opens you up to everything else and he yeah. was he was amazing at that such yeah. a big loss when, I'd have when to we say lost him yeah he's such a speaker of all tongues like he could go in like any place and like be understood or maybe even just idolized worship like this guy it was a minstrel like changed the atmosphere when it came to music and uh, that is definitely like I feel like what else is there to do without trying to reach a place of speaking to the world and that could be the hardest thing but that's what we all we all want we wish we could speak Chinese Japanese and I'm saying like in a musical way because music is life Wait, 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 wait. Did you just name drop the show again? Yeah, I did. I did. You are awesome. Thank you. Because... <laughs> <I>, <laughs> <laughs> and Baby Ghost was the first artist that I had on the show that actually said the name. But you're right, it is. Think about all the music that is unleashed on the world. You know, yeah. the same artist could be heard in Canada, could be heard in, you know, Russia, could be heard in Australia, could be heard in China, could be heard in Zimbabwe, could be heard yeah. anywhere. And the song is that good or if the artist is just that tangible in terms of, oh my God, I could be this if I put my mind to it. It's like, you know, yeah. it's it speaks to everybody. And yeah. that's really what it's all about. You know what I mean? Too many things divide us you know yeah. pol politics or ideologies to, exactly i was listening to one of your interviews a little bit of it and you were saying like with all that's going on in the world that we don't agree on you would think we'd still bob our heads to the same like some jamming music or dance where nothing really is mattering is just rejoicing it's like what the spaniard man says by law dance <laughs> well first <laughs> like of all thank you for actually first... watching an episode of the podcast that's awesome thanks <laughs> Yeah, I tried to do a little homework, fresh off work. I changed my clothes real, real quick, but it's laundry time. So I've worn this maybe three times already. But God is good. <laughs> it's the vintage in me. You just take the dust off and you wear it. Nothing wrong with but, that uh, at all. <laughs> yeah, I, that's one thing I really do thrive on and seeking to see happen within the music that I make. Like, I, I want to speak to the, the greatest number of amount of people I can, which would probably be everyone if I could, you know, but what I am doing is just making music that children can listen to and older people can listen to, which means having just respect for their ear and what innocence and wisdom those have and trying to put it together. I do believe in being able to talk to the world with your music. Why? Because we seek help in the simplest forms we seek relief in small forms you know if i could have this piece of fruit and this piece of fruit actually just give me a bowl of a bunch of different fruits so we can fill these whatever types of flavors we want in our mouth it's the same thing with music and if you can create music that can go over here and go over there and simultaneously be in china and africa and their response to it is something that is empowering like you can see it person to person more than you can see it like in a crowd of people i have a poem and 
my album, one of my friends said, you helped me. He said something along the lines, defeat this mental warfare or depression. And I feel like I've never gone through depression. I don't really know what that feels like. And maybe I have, and I just, you know, have just don't know. <laughs> but for somebody to say that they've broken free from something that has been holding them down or a stronghold or mental, whatever you want to call it, that makes me want to keep going. It's just like a person who heals someone like in a, in a hospital. They're like, yes. You know, it's not like they're like, yay, when they freaking and somebody dies, like they wish that they could keep healing and they want to get better at healing and finding different ways to heal or save people's lives. And in every form, since we were born, we do things to save our lives. We save other people's lives because I'm at combat with the person who says you can't heal the world. I'm at combat with it because I do believe that the world is separate from the humans <laughs> in it. And, you know, if we're not trying to be like the world, I do believe that people that are in the world can be saved and they can be healed and they can be loved and they can listen to music that is inspiring, that makes them want to get up and go or believe that, you know, they can live in light instead of live in darkness and have an actual mind or soul that speaks for itself that doesn't need anybody to try to tell you which path is your path, but that you can understand what's going on around you and still be able to speak to others and still have your own route, your own way, which is something very powerful. It's like, I was just talking to my mom the other day and I was like, too many times we're around people and they want to like convert you into something. And like, if they don't convert you into something, it's like, yo, like I'm a different crayon in the crayon box. Like you can't turn me into purple if, if I'm yellow. Like we can mix together, but purple will still be purple and yellow will still be yellow. We might make something different, but on our own, we will always be what that foundation is. And I am inspired by others who are different from me. I'm inspired by that because it's just like, you just think you are living the most exciting life and other people are living a life too. And to be able to embrace that or be coherent with what could be or couldn't be happening around you is something that could help you find solutions for more than just yourself for other people a lot of people are saying like this is where innovation comes from it's just finding out solutions that you know what what is making people go crazy why can't they find out an easy way to get rid of a thought that they just keep thinking all day you know why and and so we need to figure out what we can do as human beings because man is for man you know the lions are for lions they're with they're with the lions the whales and all the fishes is in the ocean and man is on land and we're for each other we know this and although we do speak different languages we all still have one language and that's human nature we're all human i can go on a rant sometimes because vintage i just i could talk a lot and you know just finding a way to contain that could be a little bit hard because there's a lot that deserves to be spoken on you know but you know i am not here to put any constraints on you i think everything that you said was beautiful i think it was valid i think we're living in a crazy time where everyone wants to talk nobody wants to listen and i feel as though you're breaking barriers by just being yourself you know, and I think that's a wonderful thing. So don't and please, too, for the friend. love of God, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs>
and you too. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Like we live in this body and like we all like just see things differently. That's freaking crazy dope. Like we can m- build the most majestic things. There is a lot that goes on in the world. So how can you counteract just a little bit, you know, and I'm talking to myself because I, I think about that a lot. You know, you'll hang out with your friends and then like tell you, you know, what's irritating them or what's bothering them. And I'm open to it. You know, there's certain people that aren't open to listening to others speak about those things but I do notice what bothers people a lot and and I'm like hmm, if we could just get rid of these things you know confronting what is happening and finding a real solution would just be right but it's a person to person thing it's hard to just throw a person like let's say like in a Buddhist temple and they're coherent with everything it's going to take time but that takes nurturing it takes one-on-one time to be able to grow it's just like you were able to have that one-on-oneness to see your brother it didn't take nobody to show for you there you You've seen it and same thing with Michael Jackson and I think that it really does come back to us all the time but I do like to try to make things easier with music of course because I'm like pick yourself up you can do it you're the shit keep swinging you know I don't want to die in darkness die weak I want to die in a swing I want to die strong it's like when you see somebody who fought to the end that you can't say that that's not going to inspire other generations to really fight it's like what our ancestors did in the past we should be inspired by like they threw the stone and we caught it now it's like our turn because what they did was crazy powerful things they built things they said the quotes the, th- the things they invented and we here it's our turn it's all every day is our turn so and we like what was they doing back then doing the same thing we doing today what you think the days went faster it's it's just is what it is the sun came the moon came they up and they working they down and they sleeping you know and the work could be whatever you want to call it i love your positive attitude and <laughs> i think from the bullshit that we've been dealing with the last 15 months. And I say that because, you know, the lack of human interaction, the lack of human empathy, the lack of being able to relate to each other as people. I almost want to say that I feel as though it's hindered us as a society. But speaking truth to what you just said before, there's always that one glimmer of hope where it's like, if you could find something with someone different from you in general, if you could find that one thing and relate to it and say, hey, this person's not as bad as I perceive them to be because we didn't speak about this subject. It could be whatever, you know, we'll say music since that's the primary reason why we're here. And if they could relate to each other on that, if they could build a foundation to build a relationship, build a camaraderie, you know, that's what we as people who sing or play, that's just what we want to do. Make you forget about what's going on so you realize, hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is with all the negative crap that's going on in the world, are you living your best positive life? Yeah. You being of the age that you are, where I can't even imagine what you've seen. I mean, I've I've seen stuff too, but the truth is that we're still here. You're right. Might as well make the best of the time that you have. Yeah. You know? We don't have shit to lose. Sorry for cursing. Don't worry about the cursing. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to this guy um, speaking online. You know, I like to listen to a lot of inspirational things nowadays or sermons or whatever. Like, I just like to listen to people speak about whatever they're into. He was saying, like, when you think about the consequence of not doing something and then the consequence of actually doing something, if you don't do it at all, that might be like 5,000 days or whatever. Or let's say, like, you live to be 100 and then you don't do it at all, right? And all those times you didn't do it. And then, like, 
when you were like, I want to try to do it, you at least exceeded to, to go so far, even though you had days that you didn't do it. Like, it's just like when you think about the consequence of dying, I would say when you lose someone that you love, you look at death differently. And at least that was the experience or testimony that I had was I look at life and death differently. Like you have to really grab yourself and shake yourself sometimes and be like, yo, I'm going to do this with quality and quantity. And you know what these people are saying nowadays, manifest. I'm going to manifest. I'm going to pray. I'm going to eat. I might not eat properly every day, but I can't be my biggest bully because life's already going to do that. Life's already going to throw negative shit at you. And then by the time you get, you know, halfway there, you either going to want to be built off your strength of being able to endure the bullshit and create still, or you're going to be filled with the agony that life has been trying to accuse you with and let you lead yourself with and to other people. We don't need that anymore. We need people who are leaders and that's all we are. We're all leaders. Yeah. And we're just, we shut that voice down. We shut that voice down. And we're like, I don't want to say nothing, but you could have told that bully or whoever to cut it out. You could have had the conversation, you know, and it really was going to be, it really had to take your words. And sometimes I take that to heart too. Cause I'm like, nothing happens for no reason. Yeah. Like if I'm having a conversation with you and it's happening this way, it's for a purpose. There's somebody that's listening to this and they're really trying to tap in and to maybe trying to change or be who they are and that's powerful i can't talk on that i mean it's funny you you we're talking you just mentioned the 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 leadership thing i had this conversation with someone at my job and they were speaking about someone and they said you know what like they need to be an example they need to be a leader and i just kind of looked at the guy and i said why don't you become your own leader why do you have to leave it to someone else to make you want to do something outside of what you normally do why can't you step up and be your own leader and you be the example for other people yeah you know so that's it's, true it's, i remember I, I remember i'll tell you this go ahead i had a uh, i used to do trash pickups and i used to be so into cleaning the city this was like 2014 i used to throw street cleanups because i wanted to clean the planet and things like that and especially in my neighborhood particularly and so i was like well if i can get a bunch of my friends to come then we can clean up the neighborhood so i put out a flyer and like two people came you know we didn't really clean as much as we wanted to clean but i was like yo i had my mental was just like well nobody wants to clean i'm just not gonna do this then because i was like yo i think people should be aware that like stuff should get clean but then i was like i gave myself a break for like some time because i was doing that a few times i did that a few times and i got that same kind of result and i was like i had like mental warfare i was literally like i don't want to do this I, I feel like nobody cares and i have to grow there are things that people have to grow and develop out of you can't just like feel like you could just grab a bunch of people together who are going to be on the same page Page and clean up the streets like i need to grow and develop a point where if nobody comes i'm still gonna do what i desire or wanted to do that was basically the point it's just not really trying to do righteous things in front of everybody or have a bunch of people that are just apart like if if it's something that you want to do it will come that that group of people the right group of people will come and you just keep promoting and you keep doing your thing and even the two people it was you know grace for those people that came and um but I do know like people like more exciting things. They don't want to just come pick up trash. They want to listen to some music. So I have a new idea on trying to gather people together and do a street cleanup with like a jam at the end with the band. So, so yeah. it's not a matter of if they don't enjoy the music, you're not going to throw garbage at them then. Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Those sometimes, 
sometimes we wish we could but speaking of new music just want to touch up on the album the spoken soul volume one as i mentioned before i absolutely loved it how was the recording process with this and i think you and i had a conversation about this on instagram where you were praising your team especially chris ray who you said was part of your production team what was the process for you to release this record well we released it first in december on our own and then we ended up getting a distribution deal after and we released it again like this year with the distribution platform behind us so there was a lot of administrative work that we had to do to send over our music and numbers and things like that digital marketing tools and stuff like that that we were learning about but before any of that the recording process is definitely great for about three years every monday i'm there recording making new music or i'll come on another day and create with other artists there but i would say i'm thankful because i've been in a a lot of different studios where i wasn't being met in a place where like i wanted to share myself and i wanted to see if they would share something new i wanted to examine the atmosphere that i was in and like create something that went with that like trying to speak in their language you know but meeting them in my language somehow i don't know if that even makes any sense but i get it i totally get it don't worry (laughs) meeting chris ray he definitely has made my sound he's he knows how to record me lets me freestyle a lot of the songs we freestyled or you know they were just off the whim we made them from scratch in the studio we'd be in there for maybe three hours and then we'd have the the rough of the song you know we'd be jamming and sooner or later we just develop a large repertoire of music just coming in every monday and trying to see what vibe we were on sometimes we'd link up and we'd just talk for hours the reason why i was even in inside of the studio is because of dave koresh which is um chris ray's partner that is a part of this music production house called 1245 and 1245 uh, was presented to me through Dave Koresh and he was like come through to the studio we'd love to have you and this was like the first time I ever was gonna go and this was like literally right after my brother's passing and so I was like I'm just trying to open up and go somewhere new and I've been putting off going to studios for like years this one in particular for like a year and a half Dave had been hitting me up for like a year and a half and then I finally (laughs) responded because I'd been in such a up and down with different studios that when I stepped out, I was like, I'm just going to take it for what it is and create and do it anyway, because I'm either going to do it or not. So I went and we made our first song called Plenty. And then after that, we made I Like Ya. And then after that, we made Feng Shui. And this was like three years ago. We made these records. And that's the best um, track you could have had to open up the album, by the way. (laughs) And so like, we were like, how should we release these songs? I was like, probably in like, see, in order. Because like, back to back, there was a vibe in each season that was going on so we just kind of like tried to correlate like how if i came in in january and made you know whatever amount of songs we're gonna go from the top and we're gonna try to release to the bottom because it was like every week i was going in there and there was gonna be a a new vibe i definitely was excited because dave and chris ray see a lot in me and i definitely embrace that and sometimes i'm like they're like a gym trainer they're like a trainer (laughs) they'll really get on my ass like back when i was really smoking they're like you need to stop fucking smoking it's gonna fuck with your lungs they're like you need to get i was running chris had me running like a mile with him one day he was like oh we just gonna go go around here and go around here i tell you i almost died i was like i'm not 
even fit for this. Oh, like, man. <laughs> because of the because of smoking, you know? So, you know, and but you have to learn how to breathe. So and when it comes to singing, running, you know, things like that and treating your lungs, you got to treat your lungs properly. So I had to definitely, um, you know, get myself together a few times in, in the studio and or they had to, you know, scruffle me up a little bit because preparedness is key. And it's just like you can get the phone call and you'll be ready, you know, and instead of, oh, I need some tea, I need some this, I'm going to make you 15, 20 minutes late. They're like, oh, we can't even get you in no more because you're late. You know, you wanted to, we have tea here. <laughs> there you go. So little yeah. things like that. But. One thing I want to say about the album's production, and I'm sure this was by design, but with the way music is produced right now, a lot of it is made, you know, via computer with keyboards, with programs with plugins yeah the crazy thing is the instruments sound organic like it mm. doesn't sound like it was made in the year 2021 or 2020 it sounds like you know vintage instruments that one would find on a soul record from the 70s <laughs> and I, whoever did that deserves mad praise yeah that, that that's I stuff that we all grew up on these two producers because they were the only ones who produced the music dave koresh and chris ray were completely touched by god because i'll listen to you know they work with other artists and the sound that they create is completely different it's completely different and then like i'll get a beat or like something that they created or maybe like they'll make it right there and it's a whole nother sound and i commend them i don't know how they do it but they know how to make room for you as a human, as an artist, to where if you're trying to make a country record, they're going to meet you there, like in your, the way that you're seeing it. And it's, you know, that's definitely a blessing because one thing Chris Ray said is he prayed to be able to help people help others through music. And that's one thing I definitely love doing is being able to help people. And I definitely have seen him help me be able to find myself, my sound, my own voice. Because for so many years, I even think artists and singers today think that they have to sing in a certain type of way, or they have to be a certain look, a certain type of way. And your voice is your own voice. Like no one has your voice and i think it's just another way to suppress man from being themselves or saying or speaking or singing or however you sing you know i think it's just about finding your voice and really strengthening that over time it's not about trying to sound like james brown your voice is going to be yours <laughs> you know what i'm saying and when your voice comes it will be recognized just like the other greats just like the other people who speak so so yeah. with that statement uh, how far do you want to take this vintage? Because I would love to see you take it all the way to the end. I really would. <laughs> but it's all up to you. What are your goals and aspirations? Headline Madison Square Garden. I'll buy yeah. first first uh, first row ticket. <laughs> definitely. Um, definitely going on tour, creating with new artists, um, friends. I have a lot of amazing friends I would love to create with. Innovate. Uh, I have like some inventions, of course, I'd love to bring into reality. And I also do, I have this, well, you know, the brand or the genre is called Spoken Soul. And Spoken Soul is elemental, like hip hop. So it has five elements. And the elements in Spoken Soul is music, fashion, entrepreneurs, humanitarians, and innovators. And 
I've created this this genre because, well, it, it was definitely all five pillars I felt like I love would love to live by and be able to speak through them and not be identified as anything like blasphemous. This could be something industrious. It'll be something empowering. It's something creative. It's something planting a seed. And I really want it to be like a corporation, a huge corporation one day, one day that's like 20 floors with like 20 different elements that have to do with those five, you know, or 25 different elements, you know, floors that have to do with like those elements and expanding the curriculums that we're learning. There are so many of us who would rather just be able to see our own white canvas and paint our own pictures, but having the right foundation and the right people prepared for that around is good. It's just like if we go to a school and they're just not prepared for arts, okay, that it's, we have to prepare for it. We have to create buildings and platforms and raise money and things like that for, you know, and I don't even want to like say raise money because I really feel like it comes down to just getting creative. Yeah, well, it's like anything that, you know, for anything to be built from the ground up, it needs foundation. I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I just, um, I always wanted to be a part of performing arts growing up. And, you know, they wanted you to have immaculate grades. But when I go from Ventura County to L.A. County and transfer my credits, the credit system is different. They have you doing way more classes and putting in way more work. So trying to transfer schools is different that you're going to have to pay to go to, you know, the Einstein, whatever middle school or, you know, high school that you wanted to go to because you don't have enough credits. But the school that you went to in Ventura, oh, they had arts and crafts. You had good grades. I had a machine class. I had a woodshop class. I had a sewing class. I was taking a driver's ed class. I was on the dance team. And then there was like a hip hop dance team and a, a black student union and all these crazy banana awesome clubs and stuff. Then you come to LA and they put me in a school and I hospital <laughs> on Manchester Boulevard called Animo Inglewood Charter. And it was the only school I could get into, but I had to work really hard to graduate from that school and in, in Los Angeles. But I did it thanks to the teachers there. And so. you definitely earned your spot in life right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> that's insane one thing i want to do though before we wrap this up i definitely want to let everyone know again that your album the spoken soul volume one is now available on all streaming media platforms also she mentioned before about future collaborations check out some of the collaborations that she has right now there's a track out that she did with tony santana of mob hit records called taking a meditation and i just want to do a quick review of this song too holy shit you can mosh to this (laughs) and i love it the lyrics hit me because I'd be remiss to admit that we're living in a tumultuous time where we people may not be seeing eye to eye, but this song doesn't pander to one side or the other. Instead, it seems like you, Vintage, are channeling the voice of the person who wants to live a life of kindness and positivity but is torn between conflicting sides that are not listening to each other, which again is pretty much what we were discussing before. What a segue. In the end, the character in the song succeeds because they use their rage and anger to say, I will rise above this but stay out of my way, which again is what I loved about a lot of underground hardcore metal and hip-hop in the 90s true artists who told a story you tell the story and we as a listeners especially me who considers himself a fan and a friend i say thank you thank you <laughs> check out the spoken soul volume one and check out her other track with tony santana taking a meditation how did you strike up a friendship with mr tony santana by the way because again he was oh, the one who recommended you to me first and as i mentioned baby ghost just said no get her on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i met tony through 
day one. I have some awesome friends. I'm very grateful. Day one was like, we're going to go to a studio. So we pull up somewhere in the hills where there's like mansions and this guy with cut off sleeves comes outside and he's saying goodbye to everybody. He's like, I love you guys. I love you. I love you. And that was Tony. And Tony gets in the car and we drive to some other place really far, like in the hills or whatever. And we're on the way there. We're like, we're just having, you know, cool conversation, chill. We're, we're chilling. By the time we get to the studio, this guy pulls out his guitar. He's on the, he's on the piano playing, playing crazy shit on the piano. Then he's on the guitar. Then he's on the bass. Then he goes in the studio and he gets on the drums that we have in there. And I'm like blown away. So I was hella inspired. And, um, day one, he, uh, threw on some other drums. You know, we had conversations about, you know, what we wanted it to be about. We were like, it's a war. We're like, it's, it's a war. And, you know, then moments later, Tony, he was like, get in there, get in the booth. And, um, you know, it was grace meeting him, to be honest. So much light in him and energy that is good, you know, for the purpose of overcoming darkness inside and out. And uh, he was just like, get in the studio. They let me get in the studio. I spit some of what I wrote. And then I really, that song is 10 minutes long. I freestyled for 10 minutes and they just let me go in there while and I was just, it was amazing. It was so much energy in the room. One take, like, 10 minutes? 10 minutes. That's 10. sick. And then so we're chopping. Then they're, then on the other end, I come out and they're chopping up just one minute. They're chopping up just one minute. And then they're throwing the hook there, right? And they're like, yo, V, this is really all we needed. But it's crazy. Like, this was like 10 minutes of just rapping, singing, sing rapping, whatever you want to call it. So rapping. <laughs> well, and, I'm um, glad that they let you free for 10 minutes because that was freaking awesome. It so. was the edge. They, it was definitely the foundation they had when they when they went in there they were not you know there's one thing about tony is he's not fucking around when we get in the studio like we're about to change the world we're about to do something that's going to be brand new and he might not say it like if we make a song that might not make it he, he's probably not going to say anything but he's not going to let that shit do anything he's we're gonna make another record tomorrow and it's gonna be fucking hit and then you'll be like he plays he sends you the beat you make the record he puts it out dude is like uh a rock big brother to me (laughs) but even more than that he's a really great friend yes and um blood could make us any closer or music could make us any closer i would say that well i can't be (laughs) any more grateful to him especially i've known him for almost 20 years at this point and he's been just throwing me such wonderful talent. People such as Baby Ghost, you. I had BZ Boy on the show. Just before I had um, I had Chris from Human Barbie as well. And, mm. you know, just people that he's working with, people that he's turning me on to. And again, this podcast started just basically talking about my love for metal and hardcore music and my life as a musician. I'm really glad that I made it a platform where it's more than that, where it's like, instead of just regurgitating what you hear and see in the mainstream, I'm trying to expose people to new artists that I think are Mm. creating valid work that needs to be heard. And this was beyond of an honor for me to have you... The future queen of hip hop soul, or as you call it, spoken soul, Miss Vintage. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly honored. Where mm-hmm. can the people find you if they like to know more about you? Well, find me on the Music Is Life podcast. Hey, stop that! 
Silly. Another day, another try, maybe sometime soon again. Or you'll find me on Instagram, Vintage1245. You can also stream my music on any digital platform under Vintage or type in The Spoken Soul. On my Instagram, you can also visit the link in my bio. And my link tree is there to visit my website um, called The uh, Vintage The Spoken Soul. Yeah, you guys tap in. I would love to have another go around with you on this music is life thing please consider this an open invitation to come back anytime you want when i come to the east coast i'm gonna hit you up i like that yeah i like that yeah yeah I'm, i mean really you've made a fan for life out of me so <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show tonight it means the world to me god bless thank you if you want to learn more about the music is life podcast check us out over at music is life podcast.com also check out our parent network, RatsEyeReview.com, because we're part of the Rats Eye Review Network. Check out some of the other podcasts that are on the show as well, including Beyond Bushido, a pro wrestling and MMA podcast hosted by James and EA. Also check out The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron. Check out Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira from Combat and Thrash or Die, also the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. And also check out Old Man Metal's Musing. That's a tongue twister, that one. Wait for it! Vintage, I apologize for saying this in advance, but it helps to get a reaction. Also check out our South Park podcast, Suck My Balls. <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face. Suck My Balls, the South Park podcast. Oh my god. That's the first time That's the first time I ever broke laughing to that. <laughs> Anyways, Vintage, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Be safe, be well, and God bless, and kick some ass. God bless you too. Peace, brother. And remember, all art is valid. Have a good night. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Music is Live podcast. Music is Live podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm and RatsAreview.com. Check out the other shows on Review, including Beyond Bushido, Old Man's Metal Musings, The Right Opinion, Suck My Balls, a South Park podcast, The Vieira Vault, and the Team Motoki podcast. Graphics for the video portion of the show were done by Rocky Baia. For commissions, find him on Twitter at R-O-C-K-Y-B-A-I-A. Intro and outro music for the show is Lose Control by The Rebel Medium, written by Jacqueline Guitard, Ernest Leug, and myself. If you'd like to donate to the channel, or if you're in a band and you want me to review you, then donate to my PayPal at musicislivepodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to Wayne Noon and Greg Noggle, with much love and gratitude to Aaron, Anna, and Aloysius. For more information, including where to find me on social media, check out musicislivepodcast.com, and don't forget to check out ratsireview.com. Remember, all art is valid. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics, a South Park podcast called Suck My Balls, The Infinite Fringe, a watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido, Extradivarius Guitarist, The Timo Tolki Podcast, and The Great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, 
iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. 